episode, we will be discussing how technology can be used to manage and improve healthy living in later life. Grace Jimson, the founder of Holly Health, explains how small changes make big differences. Before starting Holly Health, Grace led operations and marketing at global corporations such as Microsoft and Aldi. Not only does Grace co-found a revolutionary well-being company, she has done 400 skydives and competes in triathlons and marathons. Hi Grace, today we are going to be talking about um, Holly Health um, and I am going to be speaking to Grace Gimson, the founder of this incredible um, well-being app that helps with healthy habits um, and how we can use that when it comes to healthy ageing. So let's get straight in. Um, when did you come up with um, Holly Health and when was the first version that came to mind um, and what sparked that idea? Hi Rosaria, thanks so much for having me on. Um, and yeah, good, good question to kick off with. Um, so really I, I started having ideas about this when I was a, t a teenager um, and that sounds really weird but I've always been very deliberate in in a lot of the things I've done in my life um, so I kind of decided at age 14 or 15 that I wanted to build a technology optimized solution to address a big human problem and I recognized from that point that lots and lots of people were struggling with um, kind of mental health and behavioral health challenges um, and not really able to get personalized and, and helpful support. Um, but I didn't do something about it at the time. I kind of thought, right, I, I want to learn how to build companies, how to solve problems, how to build technical products. Um, so I kind of took myself down a route of um, learning how to create companies, working in startups, big organizations like Microsoft. And through that time, kind of decade to 15 years of, of working, it formed more and more in my head um, what the challenges were. And it, it's just really, really hard to keep on top of your mental health and your physical health every day. And the thing that generally happens because of our crazy modern lifestyles is we do have kind of a gradual decline that we may or may not feel, but we do feel it when it all gets too much. And we often use a kind of short term fix um, to correct that, like a holiday or doing a diet or something like that. And we just go around in these yo-yo cycles for, for decades, lots of people, without breaking that, um, that cycle. And what I wanted to do, um, I decided this probably three or four years ago, is create a, a technology-based solution. So it's an app to help people to create the structure so that they can build behaviors that start and then sustain forever. So it's, it's a habit creation tool um, that supports across mental and physical health. Um, and we actually started building it two and a half years ago. So yeah, it's improved a lot over that time and quite excited to be further de developing it now. Brilliant. So when you say that you came up with this idea at 14, was there any particular kind of life experience or did you watch somebody go through these these kind of negative cycles of I guess burnout and and trying to look after yourself but not in a healthy way yeah so I think I think the observations at that point were a bit more vague but I did have some influences so 
my mum, for example, is is one of those people who has been dieting for a, a long, long time, still is. Um, and um, I, I remember growing up and, and seeing her drinking slim fast and thinking, oh, I, that looks good. I want some of that. And th- that kind of framed my mindset around the the short term thinking of you, you need to lose weight for health, which I don't necessarily think is true. Um, and I also saw people struggling at school, for example, with, with mental health challenges, anxieties, um, low mood, whatever it is. And just it just really saddened me that people would, were not able to do really anything about that and, and would just go on for years um, kind of in a fairly uncomfortable state. Um, so it was more understanding what the problems were at that time, knowing that the scale is absolutely massive because we're overstretched in our healthcare services. Um, we we don't generally go and um, pay for kind of our own health services. They're quite expensive if we do. Um, so I knew that something had to be done that could be really scalable. Um, I just didn't know exactly what at that point. I think it's really important to point out that whole idea of of weight associated and with health. Um, and I think that's really prevalent at the moment. Um, and I can see how that initial observation sparked that desire because I think that age group most of the age groups I would say um, anyone kind of above the age of 45 have been really influenced by that um, idea of you've got to lose weight you've got to lose weight once you lose weight everything will kind of fall into place it's not true (laughs) Um, and I think that when it when we go into a bit more detail about what Holly Health does it will make more sense in how Holly Health changes that approach to focusing on on weight um, and how that will impact health because weight and health are, are very are very separate in a sense although people think that that's it is intertwined but they are a separate approach when it comes to what health really really is deep down compared to losing weight yeah. so um how does holly health work um to assist healthy living in later life or in in current middle life yeah, so it's it's all about creating sustainable changes that feel relevant for you um, and relevant for your current goals and your current health challenges. Um, and it basically provides the the infrastructure and the coaching through through the Hollybird in the app to support people to pick which changes are going to be most relevant through recommendations as well, and then to be kind of nudged and, and coached and motivated to keep achieving those changes over the long term. Um, The reason this is useful for kind of healthy aging is it's all about doing things small and then building up incrementally. Um, It's also useful across all age ranges, but um, like like you just mentioned, um, particularly we've got challenges with the, the kind of the decades that were influenced by Slimming World Weight Watchers, where the only approach is thought of as dietary restriction Um, And this is about kind of scrapping that and moving more towards it's all about the behaviors across exercise, sleep. If you don't sleep well, you're not going to be able to do anything much beyond that. Um, Nutrition, um, reducing stress eating and emotional eating, which massively influence our overall kind of nutritional intake. 
um, and also mental well-being and reducing stress levels. So the, the habits that we support in the service are around those kind of four pillars um, and um, really helping to build that slow but steady infrastructure. Um, and one of the other reasons it's really um, helpful for healthy aging um, is we are directly kind of working on improving the service for older adults um, and we're doing a collaboration at the moment with Age UK in Lewisham and Southwark in London. Um, we will be expanding that out to further kind of Age UK groups and, and broader charities and partnerships um, but it means that we're looking at the app that we have right now um, which is working across ages from 18 up to kind of 90 but we want to make sure it's super accessible to, to people who are maybe with declining um, uh, visuals with their eyesight, or they may have mobility challenges. So therefore the recommendations and the exercise videos would be adapted to that. Um, or they may be struggling with something like menopause and need some specific um, kind of increased awareness around what to do um, to support that. Um, so we're, we're getting more and more tailored to um, people who are between 50 to 75 years old as well. And we all know that sleeping, having the right amount of sleep is important. We all know that we should eat in moderation and we should exercise. How does your apps assist with doing those things? Yeah, good question. So most of us, when we think about doing more exercise or eating differently, we jump a few steps ahead of, of where our brain really needs to go. Um, because when we use our brain, we want to use lots of it and we want to do something that feels like it's actually making a difference. The challenge is that doesn't work with our psychological systems and structures. And if we're going to keep doing something every day, it has to be automated and therefore it has to be subconscious. That's really what a habit is. It's, it's something that you don't think about when you're doing it, you just do it. So the way that we think about exercise behaviors, for example, is to get someone to commit something tiny like five squats or um, going for a 10 minute walk and then building that as a, a routine um, that happens every day. And when you do a small thing enough times, that's when it does start to form patterns in your brain and um, you, you don't have to remind yourself every single time to do it. Um, the reason for starting so small is, is you just can't be thinking about every single health behavior that you do for the rest of eternity because our mental capacity isn't enough. Um, when it comes to eating behaviors, again, it will be small, achievable things. So um, it might be a mindfulness based exercise, like checking in with yourself before your meal to think what actually is my hunger level right now? How how hungry am I? And therefore, um, how much food does my body need um, rather than kind of mindlessly eating like in, in front of the TV or something. Um, yeah, so some of the behaviours are, are new things that people may not have done before, but all of them are very uh, small and achievable. Yeah. Okay. And um, why are habits, I mean, you've kind of gone into this already, but why are they vital for longevity and a good quality of life? Um, and when it comes to creating those habits um, and the Holly Health app, it seems to be, and it sounds like what you're saying, it's very psychological. Um, how can we get the information? How is the app and this how is technology going to help us implement those, I guess, those circuits within our brain to assist with 
creating those habits. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So in terms of um, how it's helpful, um, there have been some really interesting long-term studies which have followed population groups over 30, 40, 50 years. And all of them point towards how a combination of, of health behaviours done consistently can add 10 to 15 years to our life. So just to put that into context, um, a number of these studies have shown that if you're in your 50s um, and you're eating a, a variety of fruit and veg, you're exercising quite regularly, um, you're having alcohol in moderation and you are not smoking, so those kind of combination of behaviours, then when you get to your later life, your lifespan is, is 10 or 15 years longer than the other people. Um, and it's it, you don't have to be doing all of those behaviours. It's kind of a um, couple of years per each one sort of thing that, that you're adding to your life. And then outside of that, it's it's just how long you, you would be living with chronic conditions when you're on that kind of gradual health decline and not living as healthily as you could. Um, so that's that's the kind of the core importance, live a better quality of life, live a longer, happier life and um, put less strain on, on the healthcare systems as well. Um, how technology is helpful here is ideally we would all have a personal coach to help us, every single one of us. It would be great to have a, a psychological counsellor, a personal trainer, someone who can help us with our nutrition um, and, and that would just be awesome. <laughs> but um, of course, that's not at all possible. And um, even for people so who... <laughs> <laughs> so expensive. And there's just not enough uh, trained people in the world. Like it's, it's, not, it's not the easiest thing, coaching another human to achieve changes. Um, so what we, we know that there's a block in terms of human resource and cost. Um, and the way to leapfrog that is by sensibly creating um, automations and a tool that people feel like they want to interact with. Um, and we've seen over the last decade that people more and more have been in interacting with mobile apps um, and particularly during the pandemic. Um, so a massive uptake in health apps and also just people using their phone for, for all kinds of things, communication and everything. Um, and so why don't we use our, our tool that we carry around with us all the time to support us with these kind of coaching changes and nudges? Um, so that's what we've done is we, we've kind of built it into there. It's meant to feel as human-like as, as it can, but it's very obvious that it's a digital bird <laughs> that you're communicating with. Um, and it's, it's all about teaching people that with technology, when you give it information, it will give you back something that's helpful um, in a personalized way. And that's because of the, the backend algorithms and things. Um, so that there's loads and loads of possibility there. Um, and we, we built something that seems to be working and, and kind of keeping people positive and motivated at the same time. Uh, but there's always loads more to improve. Yeah, absolutely. And um, why, why a bird? Why Holly? Why is Holly a bird? <laughs> So we knew we wanted to have a, a character of some kind. Um, we also knew we didn't want it to be human. Um, we didn't want to kind of pigeonhole the, the coach to be a certain type of person or, or look or anything. Um, and we we kind of thought nobody that I'm aware of dislikes birds. Uh, they're quite kind of 
friendly. You can you make, can make quite a cute character out of it. Um, and birds are kind of that thing that, despite the craziness of our modern environment, even in central London, I've got loads of birds kind of flying flying around here. They seem to be living quite a normal kind of healthy existence, similar to how they would have been um, kind of decades and hundreds of years ago. Um, so yeah, we just thought maybe we could take some advice from birds and that's <laughs> why we put it in the app. Brilliant. Okay, so um, 75% of 75 year olds have more than one chronic health condition, um, which is only expected to rise. How can Holly Health prevent or slow this increase to not only reduce the strain this has on the NHS, but also to improve the health of old adults? Yeah, so there's there's a few things that we're trying to do here. Um, firstly, it's it's on a one on one level per person. Can we actually help them to achieve the relevant health outcomes? Um, so what the types of health outcomes we're targeting after eight weeks is um, to increase exercise by about 20 percent um, higher than what they were doing before, um, reduce uh, emotional and stress eating by um, at least 20% compared to previously, um, Im improve confidence in ability to change health, which means lots of other health behaviors start to come out as well. Um, and just generally really switching the mindset from a short-term mindset to a long-term mindset. And that's something that we see significant changes within. Um, so that's the important thing is it, it has to work on an individual level. But in order for this to influence chronic conditions at scale and across the whole population, it's all about how it gets into the hands of people. Um, so in order to get it into enough people's hands, we're working with um, Age UK, like I mentioned, on our Healthy Ageing project. Um, but we're also working with lots of GP practices and distributing Holly Health through primary care. Um, so that means a GP practice uh, might um, get in touch with a patient, um, or suggest in person that they could get access to Holly Health. They wouldn't have to pay for anything. They would just download the app, use it for six or so months and see if they uh, in, enjoy it and, and make some health changes. Um, so that's how we're getting to most people at the moment. Um, and our, our plan is really to reach a million people within the next three years um, and to really reduce that risk of of long-term conditions um which comes about from from those kind of consistent increases in exercise and eating behaviors and everything else and how many people would you say you've helped so far um so it's around fifteen thousand people so far um and yeah very excited to get up to those kind of hundreds of thousands and beyond uh, in the coming years well, you must be super proud of everything that you've achieved and the way that Holly Health is running and, and how many people it's um, supporting because, I mean, healthy ageing is something that's super close to my heart and um, it's very prevalent at the moment and I think more and more people are recognising that we need to wake up and do something about this um, now and the fact that it's not only affecting people's lives but it's affecting directly affecting people's lives but it's also indirectly affecting people's lives through the strain that um chronic health um and is is basically putting on the nhs um so what locations are you working with in the nhs at the moment um for any of our listeners who might 
be able to get access to a trial with PolyHealth? Yeah, so um, firstly, completely agree that the chronic condition strain is is only getting greater and greater. And if, if we don't address this now, then we honestly will have a collapsed NHS and it's, it's just not going to be good for anyone. Um, so, yeah, super important uh, in terms of getting access. So we are around the country in quite a number of different areas, um, a few different patches of London. Uh, we've launched a number of places around um, the Yorkshire region up north. Um, we're going to be launching around some of the Birmingham region soon and also down in the southwest around um, Taunton, Dorset and Devon um, and a little bit on the, the south coast around um, kind of Winchester area as well um, or near, near Winchester. Um, so we we would like to keep expanding out across the country and, and we'll be doing so this year as quickly as we can. Um, but in the meantime, we do have um, a way of supporting people who would like to experience Holly Health under a kind of pilot condition. Um, so we, we have an opportunity to join our healthy ageing pilot um, where you'll get access to the app for 12 weeks and you'll basically feed back to us how it's going. Uh, and at the end of that, there'll be a £50 voucher for, for kind of using the service. Um, and in order to get involved with that, you have to be over 50 years old. Um, and we can hear about that um, through our email address, which is hello at hollyhealth.io. Okay. So if, if anyone's interested, they can just reach yeah, out. Yeah, no, that'd be great. And um, if I wanted to download Holly Health today, how much would it cost me and how quickly does it take to get set up? Yeah, so we're actually really keen to make sure that as many people as possible don't pay anything, um, which is why when we're launching through GP practices, um, the practice is is paying the, the fees the majority of the time. Um but we do have the option for people to join Holly Health from the App Store. Um, there is a paid subscription option there, um, which is self-serve and someone could get going today if they wanted to. Um, and that ranges from £5 to £10 per month um, to get going. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, with the with the healthy ageing work we're doing, that is completely free. And actually, we're rewarding um, the people for being involved with it. So um, I would suggest taking that route if, if you're over 50 um, and also looking out for it for free through your GP practice as well. And how has Holly Health changed your life personally? Yeah, it's I mean, it's been my kind of lifelong dream or at least since I was a teenager so um yeah I I find it incredibly satisfying to get up and know that this is my job um and that there's a team that I work with that is incredible and um come from much more scientific backgrounds than I do so psychological med medicine and neuroscience and, and medical backgrounds um and I just love I love working with these people I love seeing the outcomes I think that the challenge is when you're building a company it's it's very hard like you you know this as well as I is there's a lot of um challenging times where you don't know if it if it is all going to come together and then you just keep going and it it gradually gets better um and you're you're gradually able to see kind of the, the outcomes over larger groups of people um so yeah I, I I really love it um it's always going to be hard building a company but I've I've always wanted to do this so yeah it's great brilliant and do you find yourself using the tools that you're learning from the 
the neuro-linguistic programming and all of that aspect of things to implement that in your own life? Yeah, for sure. I, I use the Holly Health app every day. Um, and I think I personally think I built it for myself in some ways because <laughs> I having kind of been ingrained with those um, like weight loss approaches, uh, like through most of my life, I'm trying to unpick all of that now. So um, really trying to use those mindfulness approaches around exercising and eating so that exercise should be about fun and moving your body it shouldn't be about kind of punishing yourself um I think that's that's a process that I've got better at over time um and eating I I used to have to restrict what food I had in the cupboards because I would know that I'd I'd want to kind of binge eat it like a like biscuits or something like that whereas now I'm learning to have things there and not have to consume them all straight away which is it's a very it's quite a long-term psychological process but it's, it's something that the holly app really does help with i think that's brilliant because you'll take by using holly health you're taking away that pressure of accountability or having somebody because i'm always like i i totally get it like i'm a bit of a binger when it comes to chocolate and unless i have somebody saying like oh like don't like come on Rosie like you you don't want to do that or um you've just told me that you want me to make sure that you don't go and get your second packet of I don't know Maltesers whatever it is if you don't have that then it can be really really challenging but I guess holy health is that accountability and also that guidance that you kind of need regularly um so that's it's it's great to hear that you use it as well um because you're able to then see from a first-hand perspective what the benefits that you're getting from from the app um so I mean just to finish off now what do you have anything else you want to add or um and if not how do we get in touch if we have any other questions um I think yeah just to reiterate we we are scaling up um the healthy aging work we'd love to talk to you if, if you would like to try the service and be involved um so just again that that email address is hello at hollyhealth.io and holly is h-o-l-l-y um and um someone in the team will let you know where to sign up and and whether you're eligible um and I think more generally um we we would love to kind of connect with you if you're interested to hear about our journey you can follow us on linkedin um or you can um go to our website and learn more hollyhealth.io um and um yeah i'm very happy to talk with anyone um who would like to learn more brilliant well thank you so much for taking your time out um to tell us more, all about holly health um, i'm i'm really excited for you and what you're doing and i think it's really revolutionary especially in the aging space because um there's a lot of negativity about older people using technology so it's really interesting to see that what you're doing is working and that you're slowly making an impact in the UK to really change people's lives through healthy habits so well done thank you so much and you're doing much of the same so thank you for doing what you're doing and for having me here today